is HTQ in the captain's chair joining you on the second half of inspiration I want to welcome to all of our channels listening into the radio show as well and uh, we're in for a, a good surprise a good work night getting helping you to get relief from your stress helping you to get relief from your burdens I'm here at the bridge as I always join you as our switch over into, in, into inspiration sorry about that a little excited still Got some things to handle with you here first. And at the same time, the bridge. The bridge represents the Holy Spirit, who is our who is our supplier to the destination. He allows you to cross with him. But I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be in the know and to understand that without the Holy Spirit, life in the kingdom will be challenged. Life in the world is a challenge. And yes, you can walk alone. You can do the things that you need to do in the, in the world without the kingdom of heaven. But it's such a blessing, such an advantage when you are saved and born again. Honestly, I'm just going to put it out there like that. To expand not just your own vision, but Father's vision, Father's purpose, Father's intention. That's his will, his purpose and intention. And so here at the bridge, we just came out of relaxation side that many of our night owls are still in worship mode, praising mode, or just being saturated in the, in the spirit, in the presence of God. And then walking across this bridge is something um, phenomenal about when you learn who's inside of you his functions, purposes, his, his responsibilities. And then you learn all the greater how to cooperate with the power of the Holy Spirit, how to align yourself in the journey as he is going to continue to lead and guide you in all truth. So you can learn a lot of this knowledge and get the understanding from Jesus' words himself in John 16, verse 7 through 14, I believe. So that's always the challenge here at the bridge. This bridge is what connects you to your destiny. And understand that even in the natural, a bridge just doesn't connect you to one destination. It gets you into the present destination, which gets you into other destinations. Unless you're stopping and you're never going to further life in any capacity. But the bridge naturally has mechanics and the bridge can sustain, it transfers product, it transfers life, it's built to carry the load. And for those of you who have tried to walk around the bridge, how much longer does it take you to get to your destination if you're afraid and fear of what the bridge is passing over? But how much better is it for you to just cross the bridge that gets you to your destination? So much more in the realm of the Spirit when you're saved and born again, when you are in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. So I wanted to challenge you, as I always do, to learn better how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and learn His functions, His, persons, uh, his, functions, his purposes, and responsibilities that enables you to be successful 
on a higher level is to your advantage, quite frankly. So learn how to live in your advantage as a son and a daughter and life for you, although you'll go through challenges, is mm, easier, satisfactory. There is, gosh, it's, it's so much greater. I mean, all, in all honesty, doing this, living this way, um, it's just it's nothing. You can't put descriptions on watching Father's goodness on display in your pathway. And sometimes you'll stop and not want to continue across the bridge because, you know, life won't absorb and reduce our faith. It can, has the potential to do that. It can reduce and absorb the mind, getting you off course. Um, instead of looking to where you got to be walking in that direction. How many of you have stopped at the bridge just to look down at the underpass, look at tra travelers who are going underneath the bridge? Maybe it's water, rushing river, tributaries. Maybe you're just looking at the scenery or maybe looking at animals. But how many of you have literally stopped at the bridge to look down and maybe reflect on life or maybe just kind of sit there and ponder about the future or whatever you do when you come to a bridge? I know I'll sit there for a minute or two when I'm on my cycle. And or if I'm walking, but normally I'm not walking across the bridge. I'm normally on my bike riding. And I'll sit there and just kind of be in the moment of, of the future. Or I may be reflective about what I can do to make me a better person. So this, and this bridge has importance. It's strategic and it's to your advantage that you understand how to walk with the power of the Holy Spirit. So there's a challenge. And I also want to say that there's affirmations we talk about on the relaxation side of the show. And one of them is important. And I want you to know that you are important. You are worthy and you are valuable. So there's three, three attributes that you carry as a son and daughter that you are important, you have worth, and you are valuable. So here's the other challenge. If you are artistically inclined, we want to ask you to make a collage or draw a picture with the words importance, worth, and valuable, and or value, and send them to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or go to our social media outlets, primary our official Facebook page for nightmoodshdq, and take a snapshot of your collage of those three attributes. And when you have those as just an affirmation, it'll, it'll help you all the better too. I believe that. When you know who you are, when you have identification in the kingdom, and you identify to your creator, again, life is sweeter. Even though there's going to be challenges there, there's going to be impactful, beneficial to you. So... There's the other challenge. On the flip side, it's kind of a fun thing to do. Go ahead and send an email over with your picture of important, worth, and value. Three words of um, affirmation, three attributes that I believe that everyone ought to be carrying um, who's saved and born again. 
So with that being said, let's get into it. We got about, oh, a little over 30 minutes for to end, end the show. Uh, podcast will be going longer on the podcast. So if you want to connect on the podcast, just type in Night Moods HDQ and you'll be able to listen to the podcast on all your favorite channels. Or you can send an email over. We are live on our live stream channels on YouTube where you can watch me here live inside the studio producing and giving to you inspiration from inside the lab here. So if you also want to call in the studio lines, I haven't mentioned this in a little bit, but that's okay. It's 563-999-3685. That number is 563-999-3685. Got a little thing on the camera. I'm like, hey, that must be a, what in the pimple was a, something on my, on the camera there. Anyway, as I digress, getting back to how to get relief from your stress. How many of you have a high level of stress in this moment, in this present moment, and that probably can't get an answer because you're not live here in the studio. But if there's a percentage of you who are carrying high stress, go to our social media platforms and make a comment. If you're high stressed, if you're average in, in the stress, or maybe you're below average in stress, maybe you're one who doesn't allow stress to affect you much in your situations or circumstances and your crises, but we're going to help you. I'm going to help you how to get relief. And you missed out on relaxation because I'm actually going to tiptoe back into the relaxation side and help you with the verses there. But we're going to work out practically how to get relief from your stress. It uh, doesn't matter um, the extreme levels of the stress that you be or you might be carrying, but I'm going to help you with what matters is how to um, remove the stress that should not be influencing you if you're still carrying stress because you don't know how to let it go. And I think the, the, the problem, many a times a problem is in life when we're dealing with or managing with or navigating through situations, circumstances, and or crisis, it's when we're in the middle of it and we come through, we don't lay it down. And these burdens become great weights to carry if you do not know when and how to lay them down. Um, an awesome movie, I'm hoping Jill is still up to listen to the show tonight. If she can send me some form of a message, maybe on, let me see. Uh, go to the Facebook, if you're able to go to Facebook, and put the name of the movie that we watched, uh, that I got in the email, and we sat and watched it on a Sunday afternoon. It wasn't just last Sunday. I think it was a Sunday night before, but it was an awesome movie. Um, the Pilgrim's Crossing, I might be off, but nonetheless, uh, we got to watch on a cartoon movie, cartoon movie, but it made sense. Uh, stress that a, another human being was carrying, which is really kind of cool, as he unbeknownst to him was carrying it did not didn't know how to get relief from the stress didn't want to lay the stress down but he carried it with him through seasons upon seasons and as he, actually as he got through the many destinations and his last destination when he got to his destiny the stress fell off his back and he began to stand upright and sometimes this stress hits you so hard that you, you can't think straight because you're thinking in the prism of the stress. 
what's going on with the situation, how the situation happened, um, when, 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 when did it begin, um, where did it come from, um, how long is it going to be before the situation ends, um, what is the control factors that will get you out of the situation, does this sound familiar? But when do we get past that, that point? When, when, when do we get past it is when breakthrough happens, when you step through breakthrough. And many carrying stress can't step forward into a breakthrough because they can't see past the present. And this level of stress becomes a heavy burden and you can't stand upright. And sometimes, especially for those in the kingdom, um, believers, uh, those in the Christian church, uh, when you are carrying heavy burdens, this weight hits your head. It, it messes with the helmet. It messes with the breastplate because you're bent over your hunch. You're exposed. It becomes so heavy that you can't even gird up truth. Sound familiar? And it trips you up because it's hard to carry a heavy load when you've been carrying it. You're tired. You're, you are not as mobile as you used to be because of these, the mental stress of what you're carrying. So the mental stress and the physical nature and the spiritual nature tied to the burden and stress becomes this natural weight and spiritual weight that many carry. I'm going to share with you some scriptures that I want you to use practically. And we do this on the relaxation side, so bear with me. Um, one is going to be Galatians 6 and 2. That I want to start here. And then I'm going to jump all over the place because I want you to get the understanding of how to get relief from your stress. So, where, where can we go? I want to go to Galatians, but first, the responsibility. You have a responsibility. And many of you are not aware of this responsibility that is written in the book of Hebrews, this this serious book written by the power of the Holy Spirit to the Hebrew side of the family. And they got some of the spiritual food and spiritual intel as well as the church in Ephesus. Um, Hebrews 12 and 1. I think Joe might be sleeping, but I'll get the name of that movie and we'll put it on the Facebook and all the social media pages, which is an awesome movie to watch with the family, Pilgrim's Crossing, uh, by, I want to say Mr. Bunyan, who wrote it. Maybe somebody can help me out there, but um, the stress. You have a responsibility. Now, this responsibility is your responsibility. And outside of your responsibility, when you do your responsibility, then we kick in the second responsibility of the ecclesia, the body in Christ. So I want to share this with you. As, as Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, practical steps how to get relief from your burdens. We're going to go backwards into the Gospels so that you can really see in real time what it means to re, uh, get relief from stress. And then what is stress? What is the burdens? And why is it not to your benefit to carry burdens when you're living in earth? Because the life that we live will always create issues forming out of situations, circumstances, and crisis. So let me uh, take a breath here, getting excited. 
and love do on my part to liberate to liberate you so let me bring out a definition of burdens because I am a man of definitions of terms this is how he has trained me to have the understanding of his terminology have the understanding of not just his terminology of words that will help um, the name of the movie thank you is drumroll Pilgrim's Progress now I remember do 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 Mr. Bunyan wrote it um, excellent movie if you want to go ahead and grab that movie and watch it by yourself or watch it with your family you'll get the eye rolls from your kids because it's something that they're not used to watching and if they're used to watching cartoons um, and religious cartoons this will impact them too our daughter did the eye roll when I sat and said hey you may want to watch this with us and she was like I'm really not feeling this it's kind of cheesy that's what she was thinking because we could read her mind but about 15 20 minutes into it she was just glued she was glued Pilgrim's Progress talks about one man's journey carrying burdens thank you Jill for bringing that to my messenger um, burdens here's a here's the term something that is carried this is a load this is a duty and also a responsibility so a burden can run the gamut of understanding it's something oppressive or worrisome it is a bearing of a load and this is a natural load a spiritual load so something that is carried a heavy a heaviness in the mind and the soul and the body and spiritually it's also associated to duty and responsibility is something also that is oppressive and worrisome and you are bearing so when I talk about bearing you are holding like think of lifting weights you are bearing the bar and you are bearing the weights that are on this on the ends of the bar so you are holding up that pressure that weight from those 45 pound dumbbells 45 pound iron iron bars and that's that's the burden but there's a responsibility that every one of us has and it's written tucked in the book of Hebrews 12 and 1 practicality I want you now when I when I say these things I want you to read in first person read these slowly for yourself this is your benefit so how I deconstruct the scriptures is he has taught me how to place myself in the scriptures in first person for me now it has been working for I don't know 15 plus years when I became born again but before that see I became saved in 1984 but I was playing with Christianity I was playing with religion didn't understand Trinity didn't understand what the pastor couldn't give me an answer to what's the difference between Jesus Holy Father and the Holy Spirit because Jesus talks differently in his scriptures making all that to leave that there you have a responsibility and these responsibilities this responsibility is your first position Hebrews 12 and 1 therefore since we all have such a great cloud of witnesses you have witnesses in heaven those angels those messengers those spirits the, the rankings of the angels the rankings of the spirits who when they come to earth as it is written in my witness as Jill will tell you as well and those who come to the house those who come to the ministry um, 
will hear the presence of angels and will frequently see our angels and see the messengers that he sends Hebrews 1 and 14 are they not ministering spirits sent to render service to the heirs of salvation so my experience in the kingdom is a reality and I, I believe in the reality of the kingdom of heaven because this is what Jesus brought to earth so I believe what Jesus said I believe what Jesus did I believe what he taught what he demonstrated and this is what I sold out to so going back to your responsibility in Hebrews 12:1, this is the cloud of witnesses that are appearing into your life to see and be impacted and to know the weightier things of heaven. Now, if you don't believe me, that's in Hebrew, uh, Ephesians chapter 3. So these cloud of witnesses surrounding us, putting aside every weight, putting aside every burden. Did you catch that? Putting aside every burden, every weight. You are supposed to put aside the burden. You're not meant to carry the burden. Putting aside every weight and the sin and the sin. So the burden and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Now we can do another show, which I probably will, on transgression, inequity, and sin. And holiness and what happens when you're born again. And the capacity to live as your father has called you to be holy. The capacity to live in cooperation to the Holy Spirit when you slow down and live spiritually obedient and in righteousness. There's a capacity, but as humans, with intentionality and purpose, which is our will, our intentions and purpose, becomes a will. And Father has left free will in the earth realm. So you are challenged every second of your life with your will or to do the will of your Father. Think about what I just said, because when you study the scriptures, the Gospels, Jesus even had the same issue. And he had a heavy burden to carry to his crucifixion. And when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, what he did was go in and he said, Father, will you please pass this cup from me? I, I can't do this. But then he said, nonetheless, let your will be done. And I will do your will over my will. Because he, he did not want to pay that price. When you study our Lord and Savior. So, your responsibility, practical, has been given in Hebrews 12 and 1. Let me finish it off for you. We'll go back. Therefore, since we all, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, the presence of the kingdom, that's what I call about the presence of the kingdom. You're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. These are the great angels, the archangels. These are the rankings of the spirits, the rankings of the angels. These are the great cloud of witnesses. Now in Revelations, it talks about when the angels come to earth, they come clothed in the clouds. So the glory of Father adorns the clouds. So when our invisible his invisible angels come into the earth realm. They'll either come invisible and manifest into humanity or they'll come immediately manifesting and clothed with the clouds. That's why you're able to see them. So pay attention to your atmosphere and above you. 
because there are clouds, but then there's angels in those in the skies too. So, therefore, since we all have a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, comma, putting aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. So your responsibility is to put aside the burden, the weight. You're supposed to lay it down, put it aside. Now the question I ask you, will you do what the scriptures say to do? So this is what will also increase your maturity is when you apply yourself to the words of God. The question is, will you do what the scriptures say to do? As a New Testament, saved, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, living human being, a son of God, a daughter of God. 12.1 of Hebrews. Therefore, since we have a great cloud of witnesses, now I'm, I'm, I am placing emphasis here because this is your responsibility. And you have to understand the knowledge and the information. The information tells you scripturally that you have a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us. So if you put this in first person, it reads this way. Therefore, since I have such a great cloud of witness surrounding me, put aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares me. Let me run with patience, endurance, the race that has set before me. Okay, now there's a comma there, and it goes on, and you can go into verse 2 through verse 3. Because then you'll see it, he talks about fixing my eyes on Jesus, the originator and the perfecter, the mature of the faith. But your responsibility, because I'm helping you get relief from your burdens. One, you're supposed to lay your burdens down. And the sin that wants to ensnare you. You're not supposed to be carrying this. Now, you can be spiritually disobedient and say, well, I'm going to carry it regardless because no one understands my pain. But your responsibility in the kingdom of heaven is to lay it down or lay it aside, impacting you. Now, that's the first responsibility. And when we come back, I'm going to share with you our second, where the ecclesia comes in, where the body in Christ comes in. Then I'm going to take you right back into your responsibility of caring and getting relief from your stress and getting relief from your burdens here inside the secret place which i'm not anymore here in the lab night moods hdq i'm excited still i hope you're excited with me getting inspiration on this side of inspiration in night moods it's michael gotta calm it down see you on the back end of this this short spot I'm going to take a drink because I got something in. That is loud for real right there. There we go. That makes a difference. So we all have responsibility. As sons and daughters, this is your, this is your first responsibility as living as a son and daughter.
Now we're going to go to Galatians 6.2. Then I'm going to take you back into your personal responsibility. Because your responsibility is so great in Father's kingdom. But if you don't understand your responsibility and how to live out your, your portion of the work of your faith, then you're going to find yourself not having, um, not being righteous and not being in spiritual obedience. So it's Michael here inside the lab in the captain's chair, which explained to the podcasters that your responsibility has everything to do with your spiritual obedience and righteousness. Galatians chapter 6 and 2, I told you now, your responsibility is what we started. Now I'm going to bring in the ecclesia, the body, your fellowship. All this talking has got my voice messed up here. Galatians 6 and 2, carry the burdens of one another and so fulfill the law of Christ. So Christ is the preeminent one who carries all the burdens. And that's in Matthew 11 and 28. And we're going to segue there. But here, when he was talking to Galatia, Paul was writing in, in, the, in this epistle. Brothers, this is 6.1 and 6.2. Brothers, even if a person is caught in some trespass, you who are spiritual restore such a person in a spirit of humility looking out for yourself unless you be tempted so you bring you bring the person into restoration at the same time observing that you don't get tempted by the thing that tempted him into his trespass but carry the burdens of one another meaning help them get the burden to Jesus or help them to release the burden. So you take the weight off of them, which enables them to do what? Stand up, check the countenance, check the posture, draw in to their secret place so that they can be strengthened so that you give them back their responsibility for them to do what? Hebrews 12, 1. Lay it aside. See, the problem is, we want other people to carry the burden and lay our burden aside. And that's not what the scripture says for us to do. This is our individual responsibility. Now, the second word, the, the ecclesia comes in is to help by carrying the load. Why? So that you can get strength and fortification spiritually and physically and mentally to do what? Take it back and do exactly what Jesus says to do. And he said, your responsibility is by the power of the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Your responsibility, he said, to lay it down. And if you can't lay it down, let's go to Matthew. Now, Matthew, this is Jesus speaking in 1128. Now, we do this on the radio side of the show, on the relaxation side of the show. This is in the secret place. These are the words of Jesus. Now, I'm going to read these words slowly for you to understand. He says in Matthew eleven twenty eight and verse 29, pay attention because I'm going to break these down and then jump back to Hebrews 12, 1, Galatians 6, 2, and then the words of Jesus Christ because he goes back to your responsibility. But with that being said, Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29, Jesus says this, come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened, 
and I will give you rest. Now there are many things I can connect and the other one is Isaiah 30 and 15. Now but I'm going to break this down because I got to connect Hebrews 12:1, Galatians 6 and 2 to Matthew 11 and 28 because he said in his gospels Jesus said he said he said Jesus said go out and share my gospels he didn't say go out and share the epistles of the apostles but he said and go out and share my good news of the kingdom of heaven is at hand the good news about the kingdom the good news representing the kingdom and what the kingdom affords you as a son and daughter this is what he meant by that but here in Matthew eleven twenty eight, what he is doing is giving instruction for those who carry heavy burden and those who are burdened. So it doesn't matter the level and the extremity of the burden, the load, the duty, the responsibility. What he is saying is this, come to me, all of you who are overworked and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, he is the only one who can supply the rest. Why? Because his father is also a supplier of strengthening the rest. So he is talking in harmony and continuity to what our Heavenly Father told Isaiah in chapter 30 and verse 15. We're going to go there. I'm going to jump back into Matthew 11:28 28 and 29 so that you get the understanding of how to get relief from your stress from your burdens so the responsibility you carry 90% of the responsibility the church carries 10% that's Galatians 6 2 you cannot have the false belief that the church is supposed to carry the greater and you carry the 10% that's out of order that's that's not even righteous you carry the 90% of the responsibility the church carries the 10%. So Jesus says this, come to me, all of you who are overworked and burdened, or are heavy burdened, some translations, and I will give you rest. Now he is saying that because of what Heavenly Father told Isaiah in chapter 30 and verse 15. For the Lord Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, said this, In returning and rest you shall be saved. In returning and nakath you shall be saved. Your strength shall be in quietness and in trust. Father said to Isaiah, As a condition to my lordship, they have to return to their rest, their salvation. I am their salvation in the Old Covenant. And when they return to their rest, when they return to me, I will strengthen them in their quietness. I don't want to hear a peep, in other words. And I will strengthen them in their trust in me. You, you catching this? So Jesus, now let's go back into Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 and 29. Because now we're in a better covenant. This covenant is what Jesus transferred us into when he returned, when he came to earth. Excuse me. When he was born into earth the first time. Come to me, all of you who are overworked and 
are burdened, heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. See, he's saying, I will give you rest because Father has taught him about rest. So the rest that he will give you is the rest that Father declared to Prophet Isaiah in 30 and 15. And the rest comes in quietness and trust in Jesus. So your responsibility as a son and daughter is how to live in spiritual obedience and righteousness. Not dependent upon the church where you're taught in Christianity and or some of these denominations that you come and you, you pass this to the pastor and the pastor knows how to handle it. That's not the scripture. Practicality. Work out your faith in fear and trembling. Practicality. Your responsibility as a son and daughter is to do exactly what the scriptures say by the Father, our Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit, and including the presence of the kingdom, because the Spirit of Wisdom is the presence of the kingdom too, and she has a lot to say in Matthew and Proverbs chapter 8. Whole another level of teaching. Talking about how to get relief from your burdens. Now, that's Matthew eleven twenty eight. But Jesus goes all in in verse twenty nine. Cause he says, Trade with me. Bring your burdens and your overworked mind, overworked body, overworked soul. Bring your your those who are overworked, bring that to me and bring your burdens. But notice what he says. I, and I will give you rest. Pay attention to verse 29. Because in verse 29, he gives you the greater. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So now the question is, he is telling you to do something. And in telling you to do something, he says, now take what's upon me and learn from me. And the question I ask others, what is Jesus talking about? The yoke. Now, I have been in different settings and different teachings, different churches and ministries, and they will give you the farming implement of the yoke on a cow or a, not a steer, but a cow that drives the farming instrument in the plowing and turning up the soil. Now, Jill will tell you, I'm not a farm guy, but the Holy Spirit had to teach me this. And it was funny going back to Tim, but he would always say, you amaze me because you, you, you are the last one who's been on the farm. But it's the teaching of the Holy Spirit. So he, he is doing Isaiah, uh, I want to say Isaiah 9 and 7. Because what's on his shoulders, you have to understand what's on his shoulders. He says, come to me, all of you who are overworked and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take what's upon my shoulders, take what's upon me. And what's upon him is given to us in Isaiah chapter 6. Now, here on the radio show, you're going to miss out. Because Isaiah 9 and 6 and 7 talks about, And the dominion on, which will be on his shoulders, the dominion, the rulership, the governing authority is on his shoulder. Then talks about his name, what is his name called? And his dominion will grow continually. So the government of the heavenly kingdom will grow continually. But going back to what Jesus has to say, he says, and learn from me because I'm humble, right? He says, learn from me, but you got to trade your burdens. So the process is this. 
you are responsible at 90% of, of who you are in the kingdom. And you are to lay your burdens and the sin that so easily ensnares you and follows you and is close to you. You're supposed to lay this down. And if you can't, then Galatians 6, 2 applies. And then your fellowship comes and takes the load off of you so that you can get retuned, re-equipped spiritually so that when we give it back to you, you take it to Jesus. And this means you have to do, by faith, go into your secret place. Okay? I'm going to see you guys on the next Night Moods tomorrow night 10.30 and we're going to continue with getting relief from your burdens. Until then, have a good night and God bless each and every last one of you. And so, your responsibility as we end on the show here, you're responsible in laying down your burden. But if you never have been taught how to lay your burdens down, then you're going to be the one carrying, asking others to help carry what you're never, what help you to carry what you have never been meant to carry. What you are and have and are, what you are meant to carry is the dominion, the, the government that is upon Jesus' shoulders because he brought forth a government, the prince of the kingdom and the kingdom has no end. That's Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 through 7. And how it reads in your different translations is going to be a little different in the transliteration. But this is what he says. And let me go back to Isaiah 9 and 6. For a child has been born for us. A son has been given to us. And the dominion, this is 9 of Isaiah, verse 6. Six, the back end of six, and the dominion. This is cool. This cool word dominion. Dominion, Misra. And the dominion, the domain, the government, as is written in the different translations, the government will be on his shoulder. Okay? The government will be on his shoulder. And then look at verse 7. His government or the dominion will grow continually. And to peace there will be no end. So the government of God that he placed on Christ's shoulders. Will increase and to the peace there will be no end of Father's heavenly administration. Now, this is what he says to trade with them in Matthew eleven twenty nine. So, you essentially, if you don't lay your burdens down, lay them aside because he sends, this is so cool, because he sends ministering spirits to earth to minister, sent to minister to you who are an heir to salvation. That's Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Because it says there, are they not ministering spirits sent to render service to the heirs of salvation? So if you lay it down, the, the sent ones know what to do when you lay it down. And they can get to you really fast and pick it up. And they know, they know how to handle it, what to do with it, and, and how to get it away from you 
And that's what I do. And when I don't do that, then I ask those in my fellowship, hey, I'm dealing with this. Can you help me? Or ask my wife, hey, I'm dealing with this. Can you help me with the burden? But we know how to, one, lay it aside. And then if we don't lay it aside, we know how to address it in the courtroom of heaven. This is Matthew chapter 4 and verse 16. Come boldly to the throne of grace. In order that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So I'm deconstructing these scriptures for you so that you get a better understanding of how to get relief from your stress, your burdens. And it has everything to do with this is your responsibility. So let's go back. Hebrews 12.1. Let me go over here. Hebrews 12.1. Give you another drink here. I don't mean to do that on the podcast, but I'm dry. Your responsibility. He wrote to the Hebrew side of the bloodline. And the Holy Spirit in this writing shared this in 12.1 of Hebrews. Therefore, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses, those are the angels surrounding us, put aside every weight, every burden, and put aside the sin that so easily ensnares us. See, you're not supposed to keep and continue in sin. When sin hits you, you lay it down. When? If. When? And the sin that so easily uh, ensnares us, comma, let us run with patient endurance the race that has been set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the originator and the perfecter, He's the originator and the teleotase, the perfecter, the teleotase. Okay? He's the perfecter. He's the completer. He's the mature, the mature of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, Christ endured the cross, disregarding the shame of the cross, and has sat down where? At the right hand of the throne of God. So he's at the right hand of the throne of God, mediating on your behalf. I need someone to get this and lock this in. Christ is not on the throne yet. Heavenly Father's on the throne. But I'm helping you to understand how to get relief from your burdens. So your burdens has everything to do with your responsibility. And 90% of your responsibility is to, one, lay it down. Lay it aside. See, if you do what the scriptures say to do, you'll have the results. But if you don't lay it aside, now we got to usher in the ecclesia, the fellowship, the body in Christ, who, in Galatians 6, 1 and 2, as in the epistles to Galatia, Paul was telling Galatia, brothers, even if a person is caught in some trespass, if he is caught in some what? If he is caught in the parapetoma, if he is caught in the falling away or the lapse or the slip or the false step, this is a trespass. Then you who are spiritual, this word messes with the church. You who are spiritual, meaning you are you who are in the realms of the spirit, in other words, restore such a person 
in a spirit of humility. Looking out for yourselves so that you don't be tempted in the same temptation that caught the one who you been are caught to help carry the burden in the, his trespass. You look out for yourself at the same time that you're carrying him, meaning you're observant. You're helping him, but you're observant that you don't slip into the same trespass. Carry the burdens of one another and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now the law of Christ is in Matthew 11, 28 and 29. This is a law. Now, for everyone who says when you are born again and saved, there are no more laws because Christ fulfilled the law. Well, there are still protocols. There are still ordinances. There are still statutes that every one of us surrender to and submit to in Father's kingdom. That's how a king reigns. And I say this, I'll continue to say this. The Western church, who is a de democratic church, a republic, a democratic church, by and large, will have a trouble, will have trouble submitting to a kingship because it's much easier for the Western church to vote in, vote out. Elder board will vote you in, will vote you out, but you can't vote a king out. You can't vote our Heavenly Father out. He is supreme. He is sovereign. He is the king. So they will have trouble because they have a protestant spirit. Let me get back to the help you getting out of the, the relief of your stress and burdens. So now your responsibility is 12.1 of Hebrews. This is your responsibility to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily wants to ensnare you. It wants to ensnare you, but it cannot it doesn't have the authority to ensnare you because you're born again and you now surrender and submit yourself to the authority and power of the Holy Spirit. So the sin wants to easily ensnare you, but you lay that aside. And if you don't lay it aside, you're going to trespass, you're going to fall into iniquity, and you're going to then succumb to sin. Then you got to repent. Why would you need to do that in all practicality if you are surrendering and submitting, which is cooperating with the Holy Spirit? Good question. So your responsibility, remember, practicality here in the kingdom. I'm going to give you practical ways to get relief from your burdens. Hebrews 12.1, this is your responsibility. It's not anyone else's responsibility. Now, in the event that you cannot seem to put the hot potato down. You like the way it burns your skin. You like the smell of it. You like the feel of it. And then he supplies to you one that says, lay it down. Brothers, even if a person is caught in some trespass, this is Galatians 6 and verse 1 and 2. If even if a person is caught in some trespass, meaning of falling away, a lapse in faith, a lapse in righteousness, a lapse in spiritual obedience, a slip, a false step. You who are spiritual, you who are what? This word messes with the church. Having the characteristics of a spiritual relationship with the general reference to the higher spiritual nature of mankind as directly in touch with or influence by the power and authority of God. That's spiritual. 
understanding and context. Restore such a person who is caught in a trespass by the spirit of humility. Looking out for yourself so that you don't be tempted by the same temptations that caught your friend or the fellowship who you are coming to aid. Carry the burdens of one another. So now your responsibility again. You are to carry. The church carries the responsibility of said individual. When they cannot be responsible for themselves. And we carry it for these purposes. That we help take it off of you. So that you can be spiritually restored. The spiritual mechanics of restoration have to do with faith. Belief, trust. Faith, belief, trust. So that can be restored, completed, but we do it in humility. And then, because verse 2 says, carry the burdens of one another. And so fulfill the law of Christ. So this fulfillment of the law of Christ has everything to do with Matthew eleven, twenty-eight, and verse 29. This is the law of Christ. Because he has to speak in the same harmony, the same DNA, the same vein, continuity, with everything that Heavenly Father spoke to all the prophets, to, to the kings, to Moses, to the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Noah. Jesus has to equal the words that Father spoke in the Old Covenant, because we're in a better covenant. So Jesus says this, because he draws it back. This is the law of Christ. Come to me, all of you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. So there, the, Jesus being the prince who sits at the right hand of Heavenly Father, gives a command and an instruction and a promise. The promise is tied to the blessing that Father gave to Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6, and verse 7. Then he says in Matthew 29, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So the learning of Jesus Christ comes through the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit. And so you have all of us servants who are holy men, holy women of God, who serve you to Jesus, and then we're hands off. We no longer have the authority and the power to keep our hands with you when you walk past Jesus because he's the way and the truth and no one can come to the Father except by through him. So you don't get to come through me. You don't get to come through your pastor. You don't get to come through your, your bishop or whomever is at the pulpit or the lectern. So you have Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 and verse 29. The law of Christ. And this is talking about getting relief from your burdens. If you want to get relief from your burdens, first you have to lay it down. You want relief? Lay it down. Hot potato, lay down the hot thing in your hand. Lay down the hot thing on your, your shoulder, in your head. That means you take it. Faith without the corresponding works is dead faith. I say this all the time. And then you lay it aside. So I'm going to take my hands to my head. I am stressed out. I have headaches. Lord, this is yours. I need to learn from you how to express, cultivate, uh, live, 
father's kingdom out as a son and daughter. Because he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So now you go in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15, and you're going to realize that Jesus is talking about the same thing that father talked to, to the prophet of Isaiah. And he says to the prophet Isaiah here, for the Lord Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel said this. Now he said it, that means you can put everything on it. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. Your strength shall be in quietness and in trust. So you bring your burdens to Jesus and he says, come to me all of you who are overworked and burdened and I will give you what? Rest. Don't come talking. You just, here, take my stress, take my burdens. You give it to him. You trade. And when you trade, what you're trading into is the promises that Father gave to Isaiah through Jesus. So he says, I'm going to strengthen you through my son it's going to be in quietness and in trust in my son. Jesus says what? Learn from me, for I am humble and I am, I am meek, right? And you will find rest for your souls. So your souls are in distress. So when you trade with Jesus, your heart is no longer in distress because stress is a distressor. It distresses the mind and it distresses the soul and the heart. So when Jesus is saying... This is a kingdom protocol. This is a protocol as a law. This is a statute, an, or an ordinance, a statute, a protocol. You bring your stress to me. And I want to challenge you watching and listening to this. If you just simply do Hebrews 12 and 1, if you simply do it, and if you're challenged in the doing, you apply yourself to Galatians chapter 6 and 1 and verse 2. That means you call your brother, you call your sister in the Lord in the fellowship, and you say, I am stressed out. Can you help me by carrying my stress while I get spiritual maintenance in my faith, in my trust, and my belief so I can take my stress back and give it to Jesus? Or will you help me carry it to Jesus? Because one help carry Jesus' cross. So we're going to do the very things that the Bible says for us to do, and we're going to have the very same results. You want relief from your burdens? Own the responsibility. Apply yourself to responsibility. Take out these scriptures, Hebrews 12, 1, Galatians 6 and 1 and 2, if you cannot release the stress. If it's like glue and you can't shake it, you can't get yourself off of it. And then you're going to do Matthew 11, 28 and verse 29 is tied to Isaiah chapter 30 and 15. And if you just apply yourself to the words of Jesus, you will have the results and stress, albeit we all will go through it. We all will live with a level, a extremity of stress. It's not supposed to subdue us, subject us to an inferior government subject us to distress in the heart because now you got to apply John chapter 14 and 1. Let me hear from you. Nightmoveshdq at gmail.com. We're going to actually close this down on the podcast. I'm going to tie this up a little bit for you. If you have any questions on how to get relief, if you didn't understand the scriptures, I'll get them to you. 
see you next time right here on the channel.